What's up, everybody? It's the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to On the Mat Radio with Bobby Chulo. Because, you know, I don't get to eat uh, nice, uh, what's it called, porterhouse steaks with fresh peaches from the garden. Uh, ribeye steaks with fresh <laughs> peaches? Ribeye steaks. Yeah, but for the people you listening, you hear, Are you jelly? Yeah, I I saw that because I'm on the on the uh, what do you call it right now? The Facebook, the Facebook, and I saw them and I'm like, damn. But anyways, for the people listening to us, you're here. You're at on the mat radio with Fabi Chulo. Got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in and out. Speaking of of steaks with fresh peaches on the grill and all that, you must have been off today, right, Cody Rhodes? I was off today. Yeah, I was working on it, trying to do a little extra. TLC for the misses tonight. Now, now, when you live in Arizona, do you uh-huh. actually have to like put charcoal or propane, or, or do you just open the grill and the sun is so hot it just, it just, you just have to practically put them on the grill it preheats it for you, so you just have to yeah. turn on the gas. You don't really have to do much. You just burst in the flames once you open the yeah, lid. Yeah, you just. You just put it on low or whatever, and and it cooks them up. But it looks pretty good. It's okay. Good. It's only about it was only about like 91 today oh, here. Good Lord, um, man. I think in the let's see, south of us, it's in the hundreds. Oh my goodness, that, that's that's yeah. I could take the cold, man, but the heat and once it gets to a certain point, man, it just it's whack. But anyways, for the people listeners, don't forget you can always go to onthemat.com, check out all the latest information. Everything uh, is coming up there. Um, also, myluckyd.com, Cody Rhodes. I don't know if you saw, but Jeff Glover they they put it out a picture of him and it says they're going to be coming out with not one but two new uh, lucky keys that they've been working on. Who's been working on it? I have no idea. Um, I haven't talked to Scotty Nelson in quite some time. The last I saw, he was uh, out on a yacht in Puerto Rico celebrating his birthday. So uh, unless he can um, sew it up or or talk about what he needs to do while he's on the yacht, I don't know. But they're coming out with two uh, new Lucky Geese. So we look forward to checking those out. Oh, yeah. Regardless, you know, when those come out, they're sharp. I personally like, you know, either the plain white or the uh, plain black which is the Lucky Gee emblem, you know, and, and the, the Clover Leaves and stuff. Those are pretty cool. And they got they put out the new Arash Guard, too, if you want to check this out. So hopefully they've replenished the warehouse that's in um, Las Vegas. Uh, Phil Velasquez, who's the main man over there, uh, getting everything shipped out and received. Uh, I'm like, hey, bro, can you send me some shirts? I, I don't have any, bro. I don't have any of your size. I got some smalls. Of course I'm not. Thinking, <laughs> I'm like, we don't have no kids in this radio show. He goes, that's all I got right now. And I said, well, what about some shirts over there? Yeah, man. He goes. I got some mediums. Yep, and I got some large. But I, I you know, I don't. I go. Gonna have to cut thre- back on the steaks, yeah. I guess, or something. I'm like even some three X or something. We could we could work with that or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, I got you. So hopefully that they, they've replenished fully over there, and you can get taken care of. So we definitely look forward to that. Now, as you know, Cody Rhodes, um, so much going on. I, you know, Henry Corrales is. Um, Got a big fight coming up, which is in about, uh, we're looking at about maybe two or three weeks. Uh, that Bellator is going to be huge. Henry, who we've had on the show, as well as Juan the Spaniard Archuleta, he's on that show. He's, I think he's fighting for the belt against Patricky Pitbull Ooh. on that show. So that's huge. So uh, we've been, I've been talking to a few people. So it's, it's kind of, especially for a show this big, when they get uh, into training camp with that, it, it, it's going to be huge. So we're working on that now. 
let me just run through the lineup real quick, and then I want to run something by Cody Rhodes. Uh, oh. Superboy, Superboy is going to be coming on pretty soon. Uh, his his kids are just. Uh, first of all, his son Legacy is like, I don't know, twelve, and they already want him to go to Japan. You know, stuff yeah. like that. So when we talk to him over at the new shop in Downey, and yeah, and they've just been going. You know, since then, all all of them, they've been booked all over the place. He's going to be an expo nice. lucha. I, I hope you know I haven't. I haven't talked to him, and I haven't been on his Facebook and stuff, and I don't see anything. Hopefully, he's still going to be able to make it to Expo Lucha. I don't know for sure what he's got going on, so we can talk to him about that. He's better. Then we're gonna, then we're gonna talk to Douglas James. Douglas James is on fire, but the thing I want to talk to him most about is he had a really bad uh, hip bruise that kind of knocked it, uh, for lack of a better term, knocked it out of alignment or whatever, and they had to kind of pop it back in, and he he did Ooh. some. Um, yeah, he no, did some you. physical therapy and stuff like that, and he came back even stronger uh, than before. So I want to talk a little, little bit about. And he, this is this is what he's gonna do. He's gonna go to Expo Lucha. I think he's wrestling uh-huh. on the first night. He's after he finishes wrestling, he's gonna drive back two hours out here to L.A. do a show for Santino Brothers, and then go back to to Expo Lucha and work on a Sunday show. So he's gonna do Jeez. two. Sh- yeah, well, I think I know Santino Brothers. I'm pretty sure that they have a booth out there for Expo Lucha, so you know he's got to go represent both ways. But they also have a show on Saturday, so I don't know how they're going to be able to work that out or whatever. But I mean, I'm sure they have enough people that they can that they can pull it off. But they're going to cut it close. So got him, and then I wasn't even able to advertise him. I'll make sure I put him out there when we get um, when we put everything up after Chris Bay. Um, for the people who don't know, he's from Las Vegas. When I went to the Expo Lucha uh, last yeah. time, I talked to him for hey, the kid's good. And what I want to talk to him about, I don't know if you've if you've seen him, Cody Rhodes. He was practicing. He was working, and and nobody was there yet for him to roll with or whatever. So he was just you know uh, moving around the ring and stuff. So he he went to, you know went up to the top of the corner of the turnbuckle, and he bounced off the second, and then uh-huh. he went to bounce off off the third and when he went to bounce off the third the thing the 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 turnbuckle popped out of the ring post so oh, dude Jesus. He, just, he just went straight i thought he was dead i thought he was oh. dead but he he luckily you know when you're a wrestler you know that your your instinct makes you tuck your chin and he uh-huh. was able to uh to you know uh, land properly or whatever but if you see it, it i mean it looked it looked like he was dead i mean i thought he was wow. or paralyzed or something, but he, he got through it or, or whatever, so I just want to talk to him a little bit about that. Then he's coming out here on a show that I'm actually booked on for RJ Productions. He's going to come out and wrestle Eli Everfly in the main event. So, um, you know, we're we're working against uh, two people I've never heard of, Power Baby Genesis and another power of some sort of baby doll or Barbie doll or something like that. Some exoticals that are coming Man, I, I, well, the the Barbie doll guy I saw a while, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. He was on the same card when we were working for um, Lucha Libre Alliance. I didn't uh. get to see him wrestle or any of that because we were kind of in and out for that show. Because of course uh-huh. we had to, had to go to work the next day, so we had to get out of there. Well, of course. So yeah. it'll it'll be interesting to to see you know how that goes. So so we're t- going to talk a little bit about that and get all the info on that as soon as we get going, which is going to be soon. We're going to give him a call pretty soon. But the main thing that I wanted to talk to Cody Rhodes about, now, I know you were off today. <clears throat> I don't know if while, if while you were scrolling around on the Internet today, did you by any chance happen to – because you know Nate Diaz is going to um, uh, rest for wrestle. He's going to fight Anthony Pettis at uh, UFC yeah. on Saturday. 
um, and yeah. they have something called an open workout. That's where you come yeah. out and yeah. you, you either bring your wrestling coach or you bring your boxing coach and, you know, you move around and they tape it and ask questions or whatever. Did, did you get to yeah. see Nate Diaz at all? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was, so for the people listening to us on On The Mat Radio, he starts to do some shadow boxing and he's moving around. And right in the middle of shadow boxing, Cody Rhodes, what does he do? I, I forgot, to be honest with you. <laughs> He turns. It's it's the funniest thing. These dudes, they just do not disappoint. He's he's like kind of shadow boxing, throwing some punches and everything. And everybody's watching. He stops his uh, one of the guys that's with him. I don't think it was his trainer. Hands him a joint that's about maybe a good. I don't look like a foot long to me. And he just blazes it up and just starts toking away. He takes about maybe three or four hits. Uh, goes to give it. I think back to the guy who gave it to him, took another hit, and then ended up giving it to some one of the cameramen or somebody that was out there. So wow. In the, in the middle of his training, he just stops, pulls out a oh, joint, takes takes a couple of hits. Where was he at? Where was he at? It was there at, in Las Vegas at the at – the, uh, um, I don't know I don't know which hotel. I know they have the them at the big arena, T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know if it was there or not. might have been at the hotel, but it's just – it was just the fun. That dude just does not give a shit uh-huh. about it. He pull out a joint and smoke uh, right in the middle of it, and he, it's like a, I don't want to say one of the biggest fights he's gonna have because almost every yeah. fight that he has is the big. But he, it just goes to show he don't care. He, you could you could uh, blow it up to be this big. He just the dude just does care. It's just another day for him or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's what I think that's what makes the Diaz brothers who they are. It's like. They just don't care. Hey, you want to fight? Let's do it. They don't. They don't duck. They don't back down from nobody. They don't care. Yeah. They'll, they'll fire up a joint in the middle of, of uh, open workouts and stuff. So, th- this is my prediction because Ant- Anthony Pettis is no joke. Former former 155 pound champion. You know, um, great fighter. You know, same thing. You know, once you, you once you get going, and people kind of figure out your style, you kind of, you know. You get a loss or two here and there, but yeah. I mean that yeah. that dude's no joke. You know he don't mess around. But I think Nate just doesn't care. He knows what he's gonna do. He he's gonna come at you. He's gonna throw punches. And and if you take him to the ground, the dude's got mad jujitsu skills. He will he will put you in a triangle and you will tap. So I think what's gonna happen is it's gonna be. Uh, for lack of a better term, an ego contest. I was going to say pissing contest, but that doesn't sound very good. Like an ego yeah. contest. He's he's going to try to stand and show, you know, like a macho-ness or whatever. And, and Nate will just peck away at you until you, you know, you just he'll just keep pecking away, beating you down, beating you down. And then what, what nine times out of ten what happens is they go, F this, I don't want to take it anymore because he'll start busting you up. You know, and you start yeah. getting cuts and swelling and all that. They'll try to take it to the ground, and then that's what happens. You just get uh, – that's what happened to Connor. They were punching back and forth, and Connor tried to take him to the ground, and as soon as he did, he got choked out. That's the same thing what happened with uh, Nick Diaz when he fought Takanori Gomi. They were punching. He was taking too much, took uh, Nick to the ground. He put him in the gogo plata. He tapped. So I, I think that's what's going to happen in this fight. He's it's just going to peck away, and he's going to end up getting the victory. But to, to pull out a joint in the middle of, of – an open workout is just the funniest thing I've ever saw. I mean, and and it's not like he's trying to do it to be funny or he's trying to um, like uh, get people to buy tickets. It's just him. That's just what he does. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I look forward to that more than the main event, more than Stipe Miocic against uh, Daniel Cormier. I mean, and I'm pretty sure I would say 
98% of the people are looking more forward to that than the main event. But, you know, the main event's a title fight, so whatever. But anyways, hopefully we'll get the results and can talk about it later, because especially since Cody, you and I are in the home stretch, which we talked a little bit about yeah. earlier. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. I'm going to shoot Superboy a text. Hopefully he's he's good to go. We'll come back. We'll give him a call when we get back, and we'll start talking some luchas. All right, my friend? Sounds good. everybody, uh, all my peoples listening on On The Mat Radio. We are here live from our uh, plush studio, uh, better known as my house, and Cody Rhodes is at the Broadcasting Central production area, better known as yep. his house. So yes. We're coming, we're coming to I have you. a beautiful uh, view, sun setting <laughs> in the background. Absolutely. There's, you know, uh, Thursdays used to be action-packed with wrestling and all this stuff, and now there's really nothing on, so I'm watching Beat Bobby Flay as we, as oh. we speak and talk. But Now you're <laughs> hungry Boys, for steak. Yeah, no. I, you know, you can't watch that show, man. They start making stuff, I'm like, damn, I just ate, but I should could go for, you know, whatever they're making or whatever. But yeah. anyway, Super Superboy's ready. Let's go ahead and give him a buzz, Cody Rhodes. We'll get him okay. on. We'll talk some um, some luchas. We'll talk some wrestling. We'll talk some taking a bump and throw up. Um, what else? What else? <laughs> We'll talk about Lucha Expo. <laughs> that just sounds lovely. And Superboy had on a brand. I think he had some brand new Air Jordans on, and he's talking away, and he slipped. Uh oh. Uh, Sorry. Maybe I dialed the wrong number. Hold on. Double check. He he slipped, and speaking of like Chris Bay. Nope. He slipped in the throat, but he took a back bump right on the cement because he just lost his footing or whatever. Got up like it was nothing. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And then we went, we got back to the hotels in San Francisco. They were so nice. Okay, la fregada pues. What happened, man? I don't know. Talk to your boy. Super oh my boy. goodness! Did I send you the right number? Holy shift! I hope so. Hold on a second. I can't get rid of that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's got a timeout. Hey, you don't have to rub it in my face, Cody Rhodes. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. I'm going to hold on a second. I'm going to I'm going to pull it up again and resend it to you because 9 times out of 10 it, it ends up being my fault for not sending you the right number. So hold on one second. Let me write it down so I can send it to you again. Hold on. We'll talk. Cody, you could talk about uh, grilling peaches. Yeah, that was my first experience in <laughs> grilling peaches. Um, we have a crap ton right now. Uh, and now, do you do you have a tree or does your mom? My mom has a tree, um, but they're gone. So um, I'm in charge of the peach picking right now. So nice. Uh, I made some peach tea. Made some peach, grilled peaches, and then 
uh, a hat a peach by itself. So Damn, you you just you just living the life, aren't you? I'm peaching it up right now. Is what I'm doing. And how's um, that fiber intake? Does that help the fiber intake at all? Yeah, it just it's smooth sailing all the way out. All right, I sent you that number. Is that the right number that that you have? No, not even oh, close. Okay, la chingada, send them up. Okay, give yeah. that number a call. My fault oh, again. I, I'm telling you, man, I'm always in such yeah. a hurry. I, I talk about women being in a hurry. Uh, I'm always in such a hurry. I screw up a number, or, or plus my fingers are too fat for the for the cell phone because I got an OtterBox on it, so I end up hitting the wrong numbers, and then I just send them. So, yeah, all my friends <laughs> just blame it on me. Yeah, that's cool. Hello, Sergio. It's Fabiano. You're hey. live on on the radio. Can you hear me, my friend? I'm loud and clear, brother. Ah, it's beautiful. For the people listening to us, you're here. You're at On The Mat Radio. Don't forget, you can always check out OnTheMat.com for all the latest information, as well as MyLuckyGee.com. And, of course, i got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in. Now, Cody Rhodes, say hi to Superboy real quick. Hi, Superboy. How's the family? All right, Cody. How about yourself? I'm pretty good. Nice to hear from you again. Likewise, brother. It, 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 you know, we we had the whole family down at Nutri Shop in Downey, which, which was great. And you know, I, it sucks. The only thing that sucks is that I don't have enough time to talk because I'm always running up against the clock or whatever. But we could do two hours. It was funny, um, Superboy, because we were talking before we got on the air. I was talking about how we were in San Francisco, and that we went to Burger King or whatever, and we're talking, and you're talking <laughs> away, and and you slipped in the in the the throw up or whatever. And I said, but he is. Even though his feet went up, he took a perfect bump on the cement. I mean, it was like nothing. He just bumped, got back up. We went down. He got his shoe fixed, and, and, and it was awesome. So, real quick before we talk, you know, about upcoming shows and Expo Lucha and stuff like that. Now that your that your boys are are getting out there or whatever, dude, they're like almost all over. You guys, you guys are doing shows almost every weekend now, you know? Yeah, that's correct. We're doing almost every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, yeah, we're all all over the place, and uh, you know, good work always demands a lot of work. So, you know, yeah. uh, we're all, uh, we're you know on demand right now. So it's good, yeah. it's awesome because you know uh, the boys get more experience. They get out there, their name is exposed, and they're getting out there. So it's it's beautiful, brother. Yeah, you know, and it's it's funny because Cody Rhodes and I talk a lot about this. Like, you know, I mean, the main goal everybody wants to get to WWE. That that's, I mean, that's why everybody's in line. But to me, especially for uh, like, let, let's let's just take a, we'll take Legacy since he's the, the youngest one. You know, they're they're, they're doing so well. It's funny because when I see the other boys, it's just like watching Superboy and Capitano roll all over again. I mean, it's just the same same style. True you know that. What I mean, same. It, it, it's a mixture of lucha and strong strong style or whatever. So, you know, I, I just wouldn't like to see one of your kids go to WD because it seems like they get lost in the shuffle. You know what I mean? So you, with the experience, especially going back in the day with Michinoku Pro and everything, for them, would you tell them, hey, man, to me, it would be better for you to go to New Japan or AEW or something like that? You kind of start talking about that now? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, there was a tryout done by uh, Katayashi not too long ago here at the uh, Inoki Dojo. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Prior to uh, the audition, I already had talked to. Um, uh, we had conversations about Legacy going to Japan because they, eventually they wanted me to go back. But you know, I'm so hurt, I can't. I can't make it. You know, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. And so I guess they wanted him to 
go over the the name uh, uh, Superboy Legacy. So it's a possibility. It's been talked about. So it's just a time of uh, it's, it's a game of waiting, waiting yeah. to see what happens. Yeah, and 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 that to me. That's the epitome now, is to go out there. I mean, WWE is great, but, you know, out there, and it's so hot right now, and it's such a different, and, and, and what it is, too, is so many wrestlers have gone to Japan and then moved on to bigger things. Like a lot of, like, Brody King from out here, that dude was, was training at Santino's, ended up at New Japan, then signed with Ring of Honor, so he's doing kind of like a, a, a combo with, with those two and doing really well. So now there's a lot more work. For people used to think if you can't go to WWE, that's it. But there's so much more exactly. work for them out there. They can they can actually not have to work. And people want to leave WWE now because mm-hmm. they're they're getting so so burnt out and stuff over there. So to me, yeah. that that's that's the epitome. And it's good for you. They have you that they can you know you got that experience. Yeah, if you go with these guys, this is going to get you somewhere or whatever. Now the the one question that I had for you that I forgot to ask you when I had you on last time. Um, did did you ever get a a, a jacket from Romero Steakhouse? You know what? Unfortunately, the time the time they were there, they ran out of jackets. Can you believe that? No. Oh, just, just my luck. Is that when you went with Michinoku Pro? Yes, exactly. We went with Michinoku Pro. And uh, actually, uh, I went a couple of times. The problem was that they did a just a special opening for us because we got there late. Yeah. So they opened the place for us. They had no jacket, but they gave us some like some shirts with yeah. the uh, Steak Riviera uh, uh, patches or whatever. You know, it was cool, but it's not ha- it's not like having the actual jacket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I yeah. hear you. But and if anybody deserves one, is definitely super yeah. cool. It's funny too. Real quick before we continue on, it's because it, it, we used to do a lot of work for Antonio over at All Nations, and I think it was your, it was close to your birthday, and you go, you know, this is gonna be the second or third time it's been my birthday, and I haven't been here. I've been in Japan or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. And you say, hey, you said, hey, Fabiano, come here for a minute, and we're talking. You go, hey, you know what, bro? They want to change my gimmick. They want to make me the ball or whatever. And I go, the ball? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like a, a – and you were like you were like on the fence. And I go, dude, I, I'll be the ball. I'll be the, the stick or whatever. It's it's yeah. Japan or whatever. And, and, you, and you said, hey, you know what, man? You're right, you know. So you ended up going out there. Did they ever do that? Cause it, did that gimmick turn into the convict? No, no. Actually, the first gimmick, the first gimmick I ever did in, in, in Japan was actually – Actually, the first year I went there, uh, the first year back in 93, I went three times, a uh, summer, and then uh, September, October, November, December. Uh, the September, October, I went over there with Mascara Magica at the time with Talisman, and, uh, and I did the uh, Leon Guerrero gimmick. Yeah. Uh, Dick Tomo was doing the Leon Guerrero gimmick, and, you know, we have talked about, since our styles were so similar and you know, we just clicked from the from right from the start. You know, yeah. he wanted to do he wanted to do a tag a tag team. So he goes, Yeah, you know, I have this this idea of the Leon Guerreros, whatever. I said, Okay, cool, you know, whatever whatever works. And um I I can't remember if he was out at the time or I I can't remember. But I wound up I wound up doing the Leon Guerrero number two. But yeah. we never had a chance we never had a chance to tag up. You know, until like ninety Seven, I think ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then after that, ninety five was the uh, the convict. And then I did do the ball ray gimmick. Uh-huh. And, and like you said, you know, like I took your advice. You know, 
hey, if you want to call me Joe Blow, hey, I'm your man. <laughs> Dude, I, and we used to, it's funny because I used to spend so, so much time, and I hate to sound old, but I remember when, when, uh, the kids were going to school, and I had just happened to be there that night. It was late. We were talking, and it was funny because I remember we were talking, and you go, uh, dude, the sun's about to come up. And I looked at my watch, and shit, it was almost going to be like 5 in the morning. And you were leaving, and you were telling me, Antonio, that, that you had gear that you were waiting for. And you go, you know what? Yeah. You never showed up with the gear, and, and, you know, this is bullshit and all this stuff. And then it was late. It was maybe 4, 4.30 in the morning, and there's a knock at the door. Uh. And I, I, yeah. dude, I got so, and it was Antonio. He brought the gear at four thirty. <laughs> he goes, dude. I just, I just finished it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not kidding you, man. Every tour I went to Japan, like, like weeks and uh, even months ahead of time, I would tell him, you know what, my next tour is in such and such date. Uh, yeah. I want at least, you know, three or four masks. I was telling masks like, like hot bread, you know. So yeah. they were as soon as I, I, I wore them. People wanted them, so I said I need at least three or four. So, you know, the day of the day I was have to go to the airport, he would call me at three in the morning. Oh, come pick up your stuff! I go, oh my god! So yeah, literally, I would go down there to his house, pick up the stuff, and uh, luckily I met my friend Imai. Uh, he was the guy that used to pick us at the airport and you know take us to the hotel and take us to the train station, and uh, so yeah. I found out he was a mask maker. So. You know, he would hook me up with at least from four to six masks every tour. So, yeah. look, the four I had, you know, I would sell them, you know, you know, two, three hundred dollars piece, and and, uh, and that made my day. You know, and at the end of yeah. the day, I would come to my and and he go, I would give him at least a hundred bucks. He goes, what's this for? I go, I know you gave me the mask, but I I, know, I think it's only fair for you yeah. that you made them to. Uh, have at least something, you know. So he was yeah. he was always really cool, and you know, like I said, he would hook me up every time I would go down. Yeah, that the, dude, those were those were awesome days, man. So it was so hot, Knuckle Pro back then. But anyways, real quick for the people listeners, you're here, you're on the mat radio. Got your host Favi Chulu and my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in and out on the line with us right now, Superboy. Um, now I haven't, I know that they uh, booked you guys out there for the Expo Lucha. Are you guys still going uh, this weekend? You know what? I had to cancel. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, my health is not is not too good. I recently went to uh, my boys had a had a show over here at Baja Stars in uh, yeah. San Diego, California, and you know just to drive down there just took a toll on me, and yeah. I have not been able to recuperate. Uh, I can't do like long long journeys anymore. So, you know, it's a bummer. Uh, you know, it hurted me a lot, but I had to cancel the. Yeah, and people I have been to, calling like, me. Be a little bit the expo. Yeah. Yeah, they've been asking me, hey, do you know if he's still gonna come down and all that? I said, you know what, I haven't talked to him, so I got him coming on there tonight. But if you if you go on YouTube and put in Superboy Luchador and see the video that's up there, you'll see why <laughs> he's got. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, um, Patrick Hoed used to call him uh, the miracle of modern science. <laughs> you got to see that video, then you'll see why. Because the stuff he, and, and you know, uh, Bronx Bomber and I have been wrestling for years, and we would wrestle a match with him or against him and go, God damn, this guy just does not stop, man. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I've been on the bottom end of one of those moonsaults or, or one of the maromas from the top, and, man, that, no, no knees or elbows. You're just getting full Superboy on, you know, when you get hit. I mean, and, and get chopped by Capitan Oro, dude, your chest is oh, going to be yeah. burning. 
for at least at least two or three weeks. So, anyways, hey, it, it was good to talk to you, man. It, it, you know, I know it sucks that you can't go out there to Expolucha, but definitely, you know, next time we have something going on and you're out, maybe we'll try to catch you at one of the shows with your sons and all that and get you on for a little while because it's going to take at least an hour and a half, you know, for us to get through and talk about everything that's gone on in the yes, past. Yes, so we'll definitely, 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 definitely look forward. So what's the next show you guys got coming up for you, for your boys? Uh, well, actually, since we're not going to go to the Expo, uh, I pulled some strings, and we're going to the Michelada Rumble Riverside uh-huh. on uh, Saturday. Michelada Saturday, Rumble. and then and then um, the Sunday, we're going to FMLL and El Monte. Okay. So we'll be down there at Florentine Gardens of El Monte. It's going to be a great card. Main event, Cabernario, uh, Cabernario versus El Hijo de Impostor for the, uh, for the belt. And then... The semi is going to be the uh, juniors uh, number number four with uh, Stuka Jr., Oro Jr., uh, Rey de Yogur, Misterioso Jr., uh, Profeta, uh, Jesus Christ, who else? It's going to be a great card, man. We recommend it this Sunday. Lawrence Gardens of El Monte. Uh, it'll start at 530, so it's going to be awesome. It's going to be there. I'll be there. Legacy will be there. So come on down check it out. Man, that's that's going to be huge. So uh, just put Superboy in your little search engine right there for Facebook or wherever it keeps everybody up to date on there so you can see when they're resting and all that. Hey, man, unfortunately, as usual, I'm running up against the clock, but I appreciate you taking the time to come on, man. I really do, and I'll get with you soon. All right, my brother? Brother, thank you very much. It was awesome. And, you know, anytime you want, just give me a buzz, and we all definitely will get together, man. Yeah, for sure. Definitely look forward to it. All right, Cody Rhodes, take us to a quick break. We'll be right back after the Superboy, everybody. Make sure you check him out on all social media. Talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you, brother. Once we got the right uh, number, it worked out really well. Can you know Cody Rhodes? Yeah, yeah. Helps, <laughs> hey, helps that right phone number. Can, can you go ahead and give Douglas James a call? He's ready to roll, my friend. Let's go. Sorry, I got text back to a point. Oh, good. Look at you go. Hello? Hey, Douglas James, it's Fabiano. You're live on On The Mat Radio. Can you hear me, my friend? I can hear you, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. For the people listening to us, you're here. You're at On The Mat Radio with your host, Fabi Chulo. Got my man, Cody Rhodes, bringing us in and out all the way from Arizona. And on the line with us right now, you you know, when they put that little emoji of, of somebody that's on fire, they should put Douglas James right there because oh, there's nobody that is more on fire than Douglas James. <laughs> you know, Doug, you know, we talk a lot, Cody Rhodes and I talk a lot about, about rest because I'm, I'm not even going to say he's new to the business anymore because he's been with me for a while and he's, you know, he's seen and, and heard almost everybody. And I'm telling him, I go, dude, the mark of somebody who's a good wrestler is somebody who's in demand. You know, when they're calling mm-hmm. you in and you got to say, sure. hey, bro, I really wish I could, but I'm booked over here or whatever. So so real quick, for you know, before we get into talking some Expo Lucha and Santino Brothers, uh, talk a little bit about that. I mean, because right now, um, to me, th- this is the way I see it. 
Um, I, I knew who Douglas James was. I saw him when he was training at Santino Brothers. But then when I saw him wrestle for, for PCW, I said, man, you know, because then they kind of put him up against uh, – I don't want to say a little bit better talent because you really shouldn't say that. But they put him, let's say, against a little bit more experienced talent. And when I saw that, I said, man, you know, I think this this kid's got something here. I mean, he can – you know, he can really – uh, he's got the moves, he's got the look, you know, he he can work the crowd and stuff like that. So then from then on, it just kind of skyrocketed. But as usual, when what happens is, you, you know, you had a little setback when you got uh, when you got hurt. So real quick, talk a little bit about that. Is that kind of what, what, I mean, coming from Santino Brothers, they know that they're going to get, it's funny because I talk to Joseph a lot, and he tells me that. He goes, you know, when I see these guys coming from Santino's, I know that, you know, that they're coming and they know what they're doing. That's why I book these guys. So from, from that point on, talk a little bit about that, what, what got you to, you know, do they just start calling and say, hey, bro, I saw you at this show, I want to put you over here, and just tell us kind of how that took off. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, in a way, you know, I'm super fortunate to um, have found Santino's. You know, it really changed my life, and there's so many good people out of that school and a good environment and all that good stuff. And um, but I think for me, you know, like I had a – I was always in, in a somewhat of a steady incline since I started, just very fortunate getting opportunities and stuff. And But, you know, things happen. You kind of maybe hit plateaus. Or, you know, I was kind of, you know, not necessarily stuck, but doing the same shows kind of over and over again. And um, I would, yeah, I would take it back. You know, I was um, about a year ago, I started doing better. I was getting in better shape and back to my old self. And then all of a sudden I dislocated my hip. And, for, and yeah, and you know about hips, right? You know, and like for me, oh man. And, but like for me, you know, I didn't know if I would come back when I would come back, and I don't know, people, like, I always kind of say now, you know, it's like, sometimes you have to, like, eat shit to, like, become the shit, almost, or, like, know what you're worth, and uh, it was, I needed, I needed that, for whatever reason, you know, it it was the best thing to happen in my career, and it not refocused me, I was pretty motivated, but it kind of, like, just put a switch on me, and, um, yeah, yeah, since then, man, like, I've just, some just been doing well and things are happening and things are moving at a pretty fast pace and yeah like it's you know like Wait, there have been times where I was sitting at home and uh, wishing I was booked on certain shows and, and now yeah I'm, I'm turning things down or uh, all these things and it's uh, yeah that's got that's got to be the worst part when they call you hey bro I really wish I could but I'm hurt right now and you're like because the thing that I think comes into every wrestler's mind is shit somebody's gonna take my spot man you know I mean does that come into yeah, your mind yeah. Um, a little bit. I'm I'm pretty confident in my wrestling. Yeah. You know, not like cocky, but like confident. You know, I'm trained at a good school. I've been an athlete my whole life. Um, but yeah, like here, here this is a little short story was that um, before I got hurt in November, I was supposed to go to Defy in Seattle in December and wrestle a Chris Ridgeway. He's from Progress. And he did Noah and stuff. And I was yeah. really excited. But I ended up getting hurt and I I couldn't go. And I was like. They told me they would bring me back right away, but I was worried I would never get that chance. Yeah. And fast forward so a few weeks ago, I went back for two days, and I wrestled a champion on the first night, and I got a big please come back chant, and I'm wrestling Dragon Lee next weekend there. And it's just, Dude, that is like, just huge. Work it out. I, let me, yeah. I don't, I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to cut you off, but I got more emails and, and messages and stuff like that, with, and they're saying, dude, that is a big step up for him. And I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe, but I, I think that's going to be more of a better of a better match, uh, 
you know, then, then people are thinking that. I'm, I'm like, Dragon Lee and him are going to – it's funny because they say if you have a good dance partner, that's what's going yeah. gonna to propel you, and that's what I'm thinking. That's a good dance partner yeah. for, for Douglas James. So I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Yeah. No, but like you know, like yeah, just touching on that is like, like I was saying before. You know, I'm 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 confident in my wrestling, especially yeah. now, like in this like where I'm at. And I mean, maybe it's a big, maybe it's a step up in um, name recognition. You know, he's in New yeah. Japan and CMLL, and but for right. me, he, he's like any like anybody else. And um, I'm just excited. It motivates me, and I know that I have what it takes to do things. And um, these are just these are just tests, you know. All the, yeah. I feel like a lot of things in life are tests for you, and the injury was a, a test, you know, to get me in the direction I need to be now. And now I'm wrestling these, these better guys, and I had experiences before, and I think it's all just led me here, and it's kind of coming together. It's kind of wild, and it's kind of taking it all in. I, you know, I I would agree. I would agree with that because you know it, it's the person who comes back bigger and better from the setback that shows, you know, what what a what a man not only just a wrestler but what a man he is. Now, something else that's gonna prove you're a man. Um I know Expo Luchas this weekend we actually have a booth out there this year. Yeah. We're gonna be, you know, doing doing the live show and giving some stuff away and us it's it's great. I got to see Douglas James wrestle out there last year but unfortunately I didn't get him on the show because I didn't honestly I just took my recorders because uh, my daughter was was um, modeling some shirts and stuff for Ruda Clothing, so mm. they invited me too. I, I mean, I thought it was great. Now it's in San Diego, so you're actually because Santino's has a show. So are you actually gonna wrestle on Saturday, come back to LA, wrestle in LA, and then go back Sunday? How's that working out? I sure am, man. Yeah, <laughs> I like to consider Jeez. myself uh, a workhorse, and yeah. you know, like I can't be out work. And that's the mentality I've had. For a while, and um, yeah, so I wrestle for the best championship. Best is in Florida. I wrestle uh, uh, Sab Al uh, uh, Saib Al Saba. Uh, he's yeah. really good. I wrestle for the best championship at 2:30 on Saturday, and then I drive to LA and I wrestle uh, Cameron Gates for the Santino Bros Submission Championship. Right. And then I go back on Sunday and I wrestle Formida, Laredo Kid, and Puma Kid. Yeah. One yeah. That's so. gonna be huge, yeah. that, dude. The matchups over there—that's what I'm looking forward to because the way they match everything up, that's gonna be a main, uh, good matches. And, and is who's with you, uh, Jake Atlas, and who else? Jake Atlas and uh, Adrian Quest. Adrian and, uh, Quest. That's uh, I, I think it's just gonna like Jake is blowing up. Adrian Quest is about to yeah. blow up. I'm doing well, and you know, like for me, it's like I'm wrestling in a span of a week. I'm wrestling Laredo Kid, Puma King. Flamita and Dragon Lee in like a week, you know. Yeah, and, see, that's uh, what I'm talking about. That's a mark. That's a mark of a wrestler who uh, who the people know, uh, uh, the promoters and stuff know. Hey, if I make this matchup, this is gonna really uh, pop. It's gonna be it's gonna be huge. So I, I gotta well, I gotta tell you, man. I was talking. This was when you were hurt. I had just came off a of hip surgery. I was like maybe. Yeah. Dang, I think I was only two three months from hip surgery, and I, I just happened to be at Santino Brothers, and um. We were talking, you know, and and uh, Joey was like, "Hey, man, you know, do you think he's gonna be okay?" And you know, that hips nothing yeah. to mess around with, and and I'm like, "Yeah, actually, but you know what? Him, he, you know, he's young, and the dude's like, he, he's not a knucklehead. He's not out partying. He's not out doing all kinds of stuff. He's, yeah. he's true to the business. You know, he's he's hungry. I think he'll be fine. So we talked quite a bit about it, and and you know, you proved us right. You know, went just kept kept working, kept doing your physical therapy, and now it really." Uh, 
like you said, kind of made you even stronger or whatever. But real quick for the people listeners, don't forget, go if you want to check out Douglas James, you can catch him at the Expo Lucha. Um, I, I highly recommend that you come down and check that out because the matchups they have there are really great. Just the one that he's doing uh, himself is going to be huge, so you definitely want to check that out. And you can go to expolucha.com and check out all the information on that. And unfortunately, Douglas, man, I'm sorry, bro, but I'm running up against the clock. Uh, so do me a favor. I know you're going to be the most busiest man on earth, but if you get a chance, stop by the booth we'll, so we can put you on yeah. for a few minutes to talk about your thing. And we do something called Shop sure. Trivia. And, and it's, okay. you get one of the students, and they, they, we ask a question. If they get the question right, they get a prize. If they get a question wrong, they get chopped. So if you can chop somebody in that booth for us, that would be awesome. Oh, I'll be there. We'll be around on Sunday because Saturday I kind of have to get there and kind of dip early. Dude, we uh, totally understand. We'll be there all day Sunday. If you get a chance, please stop by, man. It'd be great. So for the people listeners, don't forget, check out Douglas James. Follow him on social media. He's got so much going on. He keeps everybody up to date on that social media, so make sure you check him out. So look forward to seeing you this weekend, uh, Douglas, man. Anybody else? Can I just say, can I just say, can I just say, we have one thing real quick. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, definitely come out to Expo Lucha if you're in San Diego. Even if you're in L.A., drive down. If you don't want to make the drive, please come to Santino Bros. We're really doing something special there. And, uh, Yeah, another thing is, you know, uh, I hope to be a testament that, you know, if anything's going bad in your life or things aren't going well, there's always a way out. Things will be okay, and you'll do better than before. And I just want to be a positive influence on people because that's what helped my life. And, uh, yeah, man, positivity is the way to go. So thanks for having me on. Hey, nobody... Uh, is the epitome or proves that more than Douglas James, man. I mean, I've been in this business for a long time, and I've seen it from the beginning, man. Dude, you could tell when somebody's hungry, and that's Douglas James. So, man, he puts everything into it, man, and it's for the fans. He wants to – I mean, to me, I don't know about Douglas James, but to me, this I don't want to speak for you, but especially when you finish a match and you go in the back and, and the person you wrestle comes up and you say, hey, man, you know what, man, that was one of the best matches I've ever had. I mean, that, to me, would yeah. would, would mean the world to you, right? That's 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 my favorite is whether it's yeah a wrestler I wrestle being like hey man that was the best match I've had yeah. or or fans seeing that's the best match I've seen live or match of the night or whatever it is that yeah that's what keeps me going and I love I love wrestling I've loved it since forever and uh, yeah. I'm really living the dream you know and it's only getting bigger and better I just signed to MLW. So things are great. Yeah. yeah, moving right along. Hey, man, nobody deserves it more than Douglas James. I'll tell you that right now. All right, my Thank friend. So definitely much. look forward to seeing you this weekend. We'll make sure we keep everybody yeah. posted on on all the big stuff you got going on. Make sure you check out Douglas James. All social media keeps everybody up to date. All right, Cody Rhodes, take us to a quick break. Okay. We'll be right get back after this. Douglas James, everybody. Right. Have a good one, guys. Hey, we just we just keep moving right you know, I hate to to kind of rush people, you know, or whatever, but you know, I run up against sure the do. dude, it's totally my fault because I kinda of bunched everybody uh together or whatever. Slacker. Uh, well actually Douglas James was, was gonna be booked for eight o'clock, but he, he had to do something so I had to kinda of squeeze everybody and move around. But if you if you can, can you call Chris Bay? Let's get him on and talk to him about some uh RJN promotions. 
and uh, sure. get going. I'm telling you, dude. Once once we get going, man, that ball gets you know. Was a Rolling Stone gathers no moss. <laughs> That's true. Hello. Hello. Hey Chris, it's, hey Chris, it's Fabiano. Can you hear me, my friend? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up, man? Ah, it's beautiful. For the people listening to us, you're here. You're at on the mat radio with Fabi Chulo. Got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in and out all the way from Arizona. And on the line with us right now, uh, somebody I've been trying to get back on the regular show for quite some time, but he's got so much going on. Chris Bay. Chris, how are you, my friend? I'm doing amazing, man. How are you? <laughs> you know, we're doing good. Uh, you know, I so much to talk to Chris Bay about. I tried to get him on a little bit earlier. Can you, are you are you able to talk for a few minutes, Chris? I know you're busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm good okay. to go. Let's do it. I wanna, I wanna talk a lot about this um, RJM promotions that's coming up. I, I got to see the promo that you cut for it today, so I want to talk a little bit about that. But I want to go back a little bit. I want to go back a little bit to the to the Lucha Expo of last year because you know this one's coming around this year. It's going to be in San Diego, and and what what I liked about it was the different matchups that, that we got to see over there. Now last year it was in Vegas, so with the Future Stars of Wrestling, you know they they did a lot of work with the Expo Lucha. Chris Bay um, did some did a match out there. I was able to get him on air and stuff like that, and it was probably. I'm not going to say the super highest rated show, but it had a lot, a lot of more listeners than I usually have on my regular show. Now, not just not to start. I don't know, you know, I don't know what you got going on in your social life, but I had a lot of people, women, calling me and asking, "Well, do you know where he's going to be at? Do you know if he sells his gear? I would like to buy, I would like to buy some of his ring worn gear." That's like one of the first times I've ever had that. Do you do you get that a lot? That's funny. I, uh, I don't necessarily get that a lot, but I have sold the majority of my old gear, so that's, that's it's ironic and funny. Uh huh. And and yeah. well, for me, for me, I mean, I'm cheap, man. I buy if I buy some gear or whatever, I I, I want to keep it until it just gets totally ragged out, and then buy some new ones. Do you do you go through quite a bit of gear? You know, just just because of stuff like that, or or how does that work out? I've always been uh, I've always been a big fan of uh, attires and uh, different entrance gear. Like I remember when I used to create yeah. myself on all the old WWE games and stuff. I used yeah. to just make like seventeen different colorways of everything. So I've yeah. just always been fascinated with gear. So for me, I, I, I wear them for like different seasons, and then once I feel like they've uh, done their run their course. Like for example, last year uh, I had the uh, trunks that said 20 Bay Teen on them, and then going into 2019, it can't be 20 Bay Teen anymore. So they just didn't have any use anymore. And, yeah, uh, I got I got a lot of significant uh, special matches out of them, and a lot that certain people have been there to see. So for those people, it's like it's sentimental for them. It's sentimental for me. So for me, I don't I try not to get attached to them and keep them, especially if they're just gonna sit around. You know, I've got yeah. pictures to commemorate it. I don't need the actual physical year. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and and. This also, uh, I was talking uh, to Cody Rhodes earlier. You know, the first time I saw, I knew who Chris Bay was, but I hadn't seen him. And the first time I had I had seen him was actually out here. They had a show at Iguana Kelly's they had for PCW. And it was like a little right. tournament or whatever. And when when I saw Chris Bay, I had my daughter with me, and she was telling me, yeah, this guy's really good. I'm like, Chris Bay. And I saw him, and I said, man, you know, this, this, this kid's not just the wrestling or whatever, but he's got... 
he's got something. I mean, I just because you remember back in the day, Chris. You know, everybody wanted to just see these monsters, just these big six foot eight, big dudes and stuff like that. And it took a while for the for the smaller guys to to really come uh, into their own. Which now, I mean, it's just full blown or whatever. So when I because that's me. I mean, I'm old, dude. Plus, I'm I'm fat, so I'm like, you know, I got to work the crowd to do this. I can't do those flips and stuff <laughs> like that. But then, so I'm you know how the old grizzled veterans are. So I don't want to see those guys do the flips. But then when I saw it, I'm like, damn, man, this, you know, these, these guys can go. I mean, he really put on a show. So right, then right. after that, I, we saw you at Lucha Expo, but then it's just been moving on since then. You've been doing, like, TV tapings for, for uh, TNA, right, and, and stuff yeah. like that. So, so talk a little bit about that. Is, is that kind of what kind of pushed you to keep going? Or is it because, you know, you're out in Vegas, which is very slowly starting to become, like, the epitome of, of independent wrestling. You guys are doing a lot of shows out there. People are coming out to see you and stuff like that. You've even actually been out to uh, – Championship Wrestling of Hollywood to get that exposure. I mean, is that what's been helping you to get out there like you are now? Yeah, 100%. I, uh, I can attribute a lot of my uh, my television experience and success to the work I've done with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, yeah. They, uh, they, they're just super professional over there, and it's, it's television, so it teaches you the ropes for sure and prepares you for moments like when I, uh, maybe last summer when I did the Ring Warriors thing and I got to wrestle uh, Austin Aries for the Impact Championship. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, or like then going over to Impact and doing the, the few things I've done with them. But uh, all those all that stuff with Hollywood has prepared me for that, for the television stuff. And uh, I think um, – I just think it's important to know to know the difference between television wrestling and indie wrestling, and more importantly, the best just to be able to uh, be able to do multiple different styles. You know, whether it be lucha, whether it be the big man little man story, whether it just be some uh, you know high spot stuff, whether it's just old uh, fashioned you know like Midwest style seventies eighties wrestling. You know, whatever it is, yeah. it's just it's just cool to know a little bit of everything and be able to bring all that into your own style and put that on a platform where you, you get those eyes that don't typically get to see you and it's your chance to win over a whole new audience. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, kind of like you guys' time to shine. Cause it's like, you know, you're out there and, and uh, cause I've seen it too. You know, I watch it, it uh, out here in LA. It doesn't come on till I think like one o'clock in the morning, but I've actually like set my alarm to get up and watch it just cause I wanted, Oh, Chris Bay's wrestling, you know, whatever I want to, I want to check that out. And it is, man. It's a good product. That. Now, um, Real quick for the people listeners, you're here at On The Mat Radio with Fabi Chulo. Got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in now and on the line with us right now, Chris Bay. Chris, uh, now, which is awesome because I didn't even know about it till, till like, I think yesterday. Uh, there's a company out here called RJN Promotions. Um, it's got a big show called September to Remember. It's September 21st. It starts at 7.30 p.m. It's going to be at the Inoki Dojo. If you want to check it out, it's at 6190 Maywood Avenue in the city of Huntington Park. I'm going to keep everybody up to date on there because now we're actually on the same card. Um, I got, I got go. <laughs> some people. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Baby baby Power. and These are these, these exoticos, these luchadores from Mexico. So it's going to be a good time. And I said, damn, Chris Bay's on this, on this card too, and he's wrestling Eli Everfly. So that, I was like, that's going to be a good match. But then you cut the promo today, and you're talking a little bit, ah, you know, Eli does this and that. But, you know, I got, I got finesse. And all that, but to me, I, you know, when you talk about finesse, I think, like, 
for some reason, Chris Bay, I want to call him the smooth operator because he's just smooth. I mean, that guy is just like like uh, that, like when I see you, like when I saw you at the Lucha Expo, that's that's like what comes to mind. That dude's like smooth. He's a smooth operator. So for the people listening to us on on the mat radio, talk a little about what you mean by that. About like you know you you got the finesse, uh, uh, you know, or whatever. Talk a little bit about that. Well, um, I, I I originally came up with the whole idea of the ultimate finesse from um uh, I was a, a clip from a match I did, and uh, it was a it was a triple threat match, and I had like two guys. I want I want to say it was uh, Andy Brown and Douglas James coming at me from two different angles, and uh, I was just uh, for lack of a better term, finessing out of the way, and I did some I did my uh, swag serve double stomp, but it was a little weird this time, and I kind of like clipped, but. At the same time, I was still standing on Andy's back in a um, diagonal, like, fashion. <laughs> and I, I still got the double stomp off. And I remember, like, looking at the crowd and, like, kind of shrugging and then pinning. And then when I went to upload the clip later, I just remember, like, thinking, like, wow, that was, like, the ultimate finesse. And then I was like, whoa, like, that kind of sounds cool. And then probably, like, six or seven months after that, I was like, you know what, I, I should run with that. And then it just, I realized it was, like, a way of life, you know. Like, finesse, finesse is, like, when you show up to a show, that you're not booked on and you're looking for an opportunity, but you got your gear, and then lo and behold, a spot opens up. Oh, wow, there's finesse right there. You know, finesse is when, yeah. you know, like you, you you got just enough money to maybe you want to go to the grocery store and buy three items, and you're, you're working on a budget. And then when, once you ring it up, it's a cent less than the max amount that you had. You know, like it's just like, oh, there's some finesse right there. You know, like finesse can go into all different types of life. And I feel like when it comes to me in the ring and finesse, I just, I just try to do the things, and like you said, man, you, you, you hit it on the nail. I might have to start using that, but smooth operator, man. Like, it's just being smooth. It's just being being able to maneuver and move around and escape, especially when you're a guy my size and you got to wrestle the bigger people. you got to know how to move. you got to know how to stick and move, choose your spots, and you got to know how to finesse your way out, you know? Yeah, yeah, and where I'm de- that, that's Now, even though it's the slowest song ever, if I was a promoter, that's what I, I would have Chris Baker come out to, is smooth operator, because that's, that's what I see now. It, it's, it's funny because, you know, we had Superboy on at the beginning, and, and him and I used to wrestle way back in the day, and, and when he started going to Japan, he was going to Michinoku Pro and, and working with uh, Taka Michinoku and Dick Togo and, and – uh, um, Great Sasuke and people like that, and I was just like, I was like, dude, you know, this guy's the 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 most awesome thing I've ever seen. But you know, we all end up getting hurt, man. I've had hip replacement, he's had hip replacement, and then we talked to Douglas James, and he was just uh, doing a, a move. He was doing a DDT on the outside, and he hit his hip just right and popped it out of place. So you know, it, it eventually you're, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt. Now. I was telling Cody Rhodes about this before we went on on the air. I follow Chris Bay, and I'm at work, and my daughter works at the same place as me. And she comes running over from the other department, and she goes, "I think Chris Bay's dead." And I said, "What? What are you talking about?" She goes, "Look at this! Look at this video!" And you were, I, um, I don't know if you were waiting for the guys to come and work out or whatever, so you were just rolling, you know, doing some moves, getting yourself warmed up. But dude, you hit that that rope. And it just snapped. And I mean, luckily you're a wrestler, so you're, you already have the, the the sense to tuck your chin or whatever. But I said the same thing. I said that dude's done. He's he's never gonna wrestle again. But got back up, no problem. So did you did you get a lot of people that called you? They are you okay? Are you dead? Or, or tell us a little bit about that. 
Man, that that day was crazy. Just I remember um, the day before I did a video where I did some a similar thing, but instead of doing the uh, double jump one song, I just did one off the second, and I put it up on Instagram. I had never really put up any anything like that before, and I remember uh, it got a lot of love and a lot of good feedback. And then there was like some some wrestlers, independent wrestlers around the country who like were also trying what I was doing, like hashtagging like the, the finesse challenge or something like that, or like the Chris Rich, I don't really remember, but I remember thinking to myself like, oh, people like this, I, I need to do this every day, and I need to top it. So like my automatic thought was, okay, we'll do the double jump on insult tomorrow. So uh, the next day came, and I went to the school, and um, uh, a class had actually just ended, so everybody was uh, getting out of the ring. So I was like, all right, cool, let me try this uh, clip real quick. And I tried it, I think, three times, but every time it got to the double jump moonsault, I would jump up on the second and then jump backwards instead of jumping straight up to the top. So yeah. by the time I got to that third one, I was like, hold on, I'm blown. Give me a second to get my breath. So I sat there, and I sat there, and I was like, all right, jump straight up. Don't jump backwards, jump straight up. And it was my reflex was making me jump backwards because I was used to doing the moonsault off the second. So I was like, just jump straight up. Get the third, and as soon as you get it, you're good to go. So I remember looking at the camera and be like, all right, let's do it. Uh, so he filmed it, and then I remember everything was smooth, everything was smooth, and then I hit the second, and I jumped straight up, and I was like, oh, there we go. And I saw the third, the the, the top rope, and I was like, all right, cool, let me give it a nice hard stomp so I can get a high moonsault. And I just remember, like, stomping with all my might and just hearing, like, a loud crack and just dropping. <laughs> and before you know yeah. it, I was just laying there on my head. And I was like, oh, my God. And, every, and everyone's, like, running over to me, rushing over to me. And as soon as I look up, I realize, oh, wow, I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine. So the first yeah. thing I say is, you got that on film, right? And the guy's like, yeah, I got that on film. Bro. I, was, I don't know what went through my head. I was just like, man, I got to upload this right now. It was like 7, 8 p.m., you know. I'm like, this is a weird time to upload, but I got to upload it right now. Like, yeah. if I wait for tomorrow, it, it, I don't feel like it'll, it'll do anything. So I remember uploading it, and then I went to the gym. Like, as soon as I uploaded it, I probably was in the school for another five minutes, and I drove to the gym, which was like five minutes around the corner. By the time I got to the gym, we were at 2,000 views, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this something's happening right now. Like, like, And then I just remember, like, all different types of people, like, you know, like, uh, just, all, I don't mean, I don't, I don't really want to name drop, but so many people, like, that I just didn't expect, like, hitting me up, you know, and checking on me, and just, like, you know, the people that publicly, like, checked on me, like, you know, John Morrison and, you know, like Tessa yeah. Blanchard and, uh, you know, uh, the list goes on and on. But it, it, even to this day, like, it still hits random waves. Like, the other day, it went up, like, another 4,000 views randomly. Like, yeah. I feel, it's one of those things where it's on the Internet forever, so it hasn't even hit a million. So there will be a day where it hits a million, you know, where, and then, like, all these pages were hitting me up, like, yo, can we upload this? Or, yo, do you know who owns this? Or, and I'm like, yeah, that's me who almost died. Like, yeah. I think right before you called me, someone tweeted me, and they're like, yo, I'm crying at this video. And then I tweeted them back. I'm like, no, I'm actually crying. Like, I was the one who landed in my head. You know, like, yeah. But it's, it's yeah. cool, man. Like, I, I was able to, to avoid an injury. So for that, I was able to laugh about it and share it with the world, you know? Yeah. Well, luckily you're a wrestler, and the instinct kicks in, and you you know you just automatically tuck that chin or whatever. If it would have been anybody else, it probably would have landed right on their head. When I, the first time I saw it, my my it's weird because you because when you know somebody, my heart went oh, and then Jessica's like no, but he's okay though. And I was like God dang, but people want <laughs> people want realism or whatever. It doesn't get any realer than that. Cause uh-huh. That thing just just 
popped and you went straight down like no floating it just was bam or whatever but um you know i i, I gotta tell you man uh, the, we're talking to Douglas James too before, and we're talking about you know the the, the mark of a good wrestler is is somebody that, they, that gets a lot of work, and the promoters are calling them. Like when I was teaching, I'm saying don't ever call a promoter and say hey, can you book me on the show? If you're good enough, they're gonna find you and and they're gonna look for you. So you guys have been all over. So with that being said, for the people listening, just don't forget big show coming up. If you want to check out Chris Bay in person, he's gonna be out this way in the L.A. area. It's for RJN Promotions. It's September to remember, September twenty. 21st at 7.30 p.m. at the Enoki Dojo. It's at 6190 Maywood Avenue in Huntington Park, California. I'm actually booked on that show. So you would talk about Chris Bay uh, hitting that turnbuckle. Since I'm on that show, you might see an actual death in the ring, and it might be me. Because it's, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, I've I've had to restructure my whole uh, uh, wrestling or whatever since I've gotten older and with the injuries and stuff. But it's gonna be a good time, man. We got so much going on. Definitely look forward to seeing Chris Bay out here in the LA area. So as it as it gets a little bit closer, we'll make sure we promote it. And I'm telling you, man, if for the people who spend their hard-earned money to come and check out a show, this is the show to come and check out because it's going to be slamming. So, hey, Chris, man, we look forward to seeing you out here for sure in the L.A. area. Um, I'll keep everybody posted. For the people listening, just put Chris Bay. It's B-E-Y in your little search engine. He keeps everybody up to date on there. And got a lot of stuff going on, so make sure you follow him. Uh, a million thank yous, you know, because I, I told uh, – Chris, I try to get him on at 7.30. We're a little bit delayed, so I appreciate you taking the time and coming on and talking. And we definitely look forward to seeing you out here in L.A., okay, my friend? Yes, sir. I can't wait. It's going to be excited. <laughs> September, 20, September to remember. September 21st. Yes. It's happening. And, and going up against Eli Everfly, that's going to be a slamming match. Them two been at it, going at it before. It's always a good match when them two are together because that's two styles that just really get going. So, all right, Chris, a million thank yous for coming on. I'll be in touch. All right, my friend? All right. Thank you, brother. All right, you got it. Cody Rose, take us to a quick break. We'll be right back to wrap everything out after this. Chris Bay, everybody, check him out. always going dang man you talk so fast you know on the air and what yeah you, but dude but dude i it's my fault and it's funny because remember we talked about that cody uh scotty nelson goes why don't you just book two guests and you know uh-huh. give them some time and uh, and but for some reason i feel like i always got to load up the show and so i mean once we get going dude we're, we're just on a roll so um uh big thanks to superboy and and, uh, of course, Douglas James and Chris Bay for coming on. And, of course, for Cody Rhodes for um, bringing us in and out. If it wasn't for him, man, none of this would be possible. So um, oh, we're looking at we're looking at hopefully Cody Rhodes, at least uh, maybe one, possibly two more shows before we get out of here. Because um, I'm definitely looking to get some big names on here as, as we kind of ride off into the sunset or whatever. We'll, we'll divulge a little bit more about that as, as we progress. But um, – for the people listeners, don't forget Cody Rhodes. You can check out uh, Cody Anderson. If you put him uh-huh. in your little Facebook, he keeps everybody up to date. He, he's dude. Uh, he's doing roller derby. Uh, uh, catch, he's not he's so catching much anymore. Bats. 
he's catching bats, he's he's grilling peaches. <laughs> I mean, there's just nothing that this man does not do. So make well, sure you, you check do it a out. lot too, my friend. You're all over the place. I see it too. Make sure you check. <laughs> well, isn't isn't Shanti uh, on a team over there now? Uh, yeah, she is, but I really haven't done a whole lot with them because I've been working so much. Oh, you're not so the. Much. Oh, you 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 haven't been. Uh, I worked the weekend. The med- oh, that's right. Oh, what are they gonna do? What if somebody skids out? What are they gonna do? Just bleed uh, um, death? Yeah, they have to fend for themselves. <laughs> oh, let me do a quick service announcement. Uh, uh, roller uh, derby people, get Cody Rhodes out there. You you, you need him out there. And plus, <laughs> he, plus he needs the exercise to run from the chair across the rink. To, um, yes. See if they're okay. So get them out there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so check them out. Check out Ink and Beard Designs. Hey, Christmas is just around the corner. Um, you know, yep. you're gonna start yeah, making some pumpkin fabric. spice things. Yeah, man, there's mm. some good stuff. Uh, check. It's funny because I'll be sitting here and my wife will come and she go, "Oh, did you see this? What what Shanti made? This is cool." And I, so I gotta kind of hide the credit cards or the PayPal. Sorry, Cody Rose. I know you, I know you can, but it's like, she'll get going. Yeah. And then it'll be like, we'll have mugs and stuff and light fixtures. We'll all over beautiful the custom so. pumpkin spice <laughs> tumbler for her. Dude, it's August and they're already starting with that crap. Pumpkin spice uh, creamers I, I know. and all this. Ridiculous. I mean, it starts early nowadays. Yeah. So make sure you check out Ink and Beard Designs. Make sure you check out Cody Anderson. Um, don't forget, you can always go to onthemat.com, My Lucky Gee. Dot com. If you put Bobby sure. Chulo in your little search engine, and we we post everything up there. We're heading towards the end uh, right now, so make sure you check everything out. I'm up. Start putting up a few archive shows too, so people can check those out as we move along. So uh, a million Sounds thank yous again, good. Cody Rhodes, for for bringing us in and out. I'll get with you soon. We're gonna do some big, some super super big stuff before we take it Ooh, home. So um, exciting. yeah, kind of look forward to that. And you be careful out there. <laughs> I'm I'll making try. myself laugh because I'm going. Cody's not only is he a badass nurse and roller derby, he's catching bats and he's grilling I'm peaches. Catching bats, dude. <laughs> That's go from wiping butts to catching bats. I'm t- I'm telling you, man, that just a life fulfilled. So, all right, Cody Rhodes, I'll talk to you soon again. A million thank yous, man. I appreciate it. I'll see you next no week. All right, I'll see you then.